Good morning, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to another day of Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Today is day 997 since we came back on the air. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark and Agnes Drew. Dr. Clark, what's in the news? Nothing to report. All right, then. We'll skip news and head straight into the subject of today's broadcast. You didn't ask me if I had any news. Well, Agnes, that's because I know you have news, and it's actually what we all decided to talk about for today's broadcast. But what if I had other news? What if something urgent was going on that I needed to inform the listeners of? Is there? No. See, Agnes, if you had news, I would know it. Dr. Clark would know it. Your diary would know it. And the listeners would already know it. Dr. Clark, Max is calling me a blabbermouth. Max... You do remember there was once a time when Agnes kept an entire living organism dwelling in our closet? A secret from us? Yeah, not to mention the secret that I kept about recharging my phone off the generator right after we came back on the air. Are you bragging about that now? No, I'm a reformed secret keeper. Reformed is good, but you've swung far in the opposite direction, deep into blabbermouth territory. Dr. Clark... What do you expect me to do here? Can we get on with the broadcast? Yeah, blabbermouth. Quit yapping about yapping so we can yap about something else. Fine. Listeners, yesterday we had a visitor at the station. His name was Lionel, and he said he's been listening to us for a while now. He's been living in the area, keeping to himself until now, but he'd realized it was time for him to move on. Yes, he said he was headed west. No particular reason, just that he wanted more for his life than he was finding here, and West has always seemed a good direction to go when you're ready for a new adventure. But he had some possessions he'd acquired during his time here that he couldn't take with him, and one in particular he wanted to give us to show his appreciation for our broadcast. Lionel gave us a bike! He'd had two he'd been fixing up and realized he couldn't take both with him. He's going to ride the more heavy-duty one on his travels, but the second one was gifted to us. He stayed for a while, and we spent a fun morning with him. But Lionel needed to get back to packing up before he heads out today. If you're still in the area, Lionel, thank you again. And safe travels. After he left, we spent the afternoon taking turns on the bike. It was so nice to feel the wind in my hair and my feet on the pedals. I don't think the bike is going to be in good condition forever... I don't know how many times tires can be patched before they're more patched than rubber. But it sure will be fun while it lasts, and handy, too. The bike is a little short for a guy of my height and physical presence. <laughs> but I still managed a good little ride around the campus yesterday. Dr. Clark's right. It was so nice to go a little faster again. It was fun. Then it was time for Agnes to take her turn. Listeners, there's an old saying that has always been considered true. When you haven't done an activity or a task in a while, this saying will be used as a comfort to say, don't worry, you'll remember it easily. It's just like... Agnes, what is it just like? It's just like riding a bike. Except for Agnes. The one thing you're supposed to always remember how to do, no matter how long it's been, is ride a bike. And Agnes, what did you forget how to do? I forgot how to ride a bike. Agnes, you used to know how, right? Your parents taught you as a kid, and you really forgot? If you were never taught how to ride a bike, that's nothing to be embarrassed about. We'll teach you. I swear it. I know how. Knew how. I used to ride all the time as a kid, but yesterday I just 
seized up. Were you just nervous? Maybe I was nervous, but it also just felt really unfamiliar once I was up there. I understand how pedaling moves the wheels forward, but I couldn't do that and balance at the same time. And it felt like the handlebars had a mind of their own, so the front wheel just kept changing directions, and suddenly I was on the ground. It was like you were a baby deer, and the bike was your totally uncoordinated legs. At least when I wipe out, the obvious comparison is to a cute baby animal. Are you going to try again? I mean, I have to, or Max will never let me live it down. Good point. Well, we're here to help you when you need it. Max, you'll be helpful next time, right? Helpful is my middle name. That seems unlikely, but good. We're all in this together. This is a strange world we're living in, and even though we're all fairly used to our new normal, this wasn't the world we expected to live in. It takes a long time to adjust our expectations when we've all spent the first decades of our lives with a different plan for ourselves. The familiar can seem strange, and the unexpected is the everyday now. It's a hard thing to live through, and we shouldn't make fun of each other if things don't always come easily to us, even if they're things we should remember how to do. Wise words, Dr. Clark. But it's okay if Max makes fun of me for this. There are many, many things about Max that are very easy for us to make fun of. Hey. If he has to mock me for my resemblance to a newborn fawn, wide-eyed and innocent, then I'm all right with that. Well, dang it. I should have compared you to a, a, a spider on roller skates or um, a, a, a... Give it a rest, Max. She's already fancying herself some kind of woodland damsel anyway. If you encourage her, at least you'll probably get to see her fall over again. Hey! And that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in to another day of Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, signing off for Max O'Brien and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.